Welcome to the Weekly Trend, a podcast for navigating the markets through the lens of technical analysis. The Weekly Trend podcast is provided for educational purposes only and does not constitute any professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the information or content without first seeking advice from a registered financial planner. Welcome back to the Weekly Trend podcast. Today is November 3rd. 2023 S&P currently sitting at 4363. Obviously, I am not David Zarling. It is Ian McMillan and Kevin Ferrari on the podcast this week. And I have to say, Kevin, there's something about that 4363 number that sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. And that is that it's above... 4180. Ain't that something? We were just last week talking about below 4180, and that did not stick very long, did it? Last week, you and Dave were on the mm-hmm. podcast while I traveled to Virginia, and a pretty unfortunate week for stocks. In fact, I think Friday we closed on the lows of the week. We broke below the 200 today last Monday on the 23rd and continued that. Lower throughout the week, finishing the week at 41, basically 4,100. And this week, all of that plus some <laughs> has been taken back. Yeah, it's been quite the week. They definitely didn't hold anything back. Huge rally from stocks this week. So we are back above 4,180. It is what it is. We were below for a few days. We're also back above the 200 day. And not only that, we are back above the August 2022 highs around 4,300, 4,320. So, and we had broken below those back in late October as well. So a big move, particularly the last two days, Tuesday was a big day, but Wednesday and Thursday, big gap ups all across the board. Good participation. So a couple of these horizontal levels have been fixed for the time being. Yeah, for sure. And actually Wednesday, I mean, kind of looking at that candle at Upper Wick, kind of just kissed the 200-day, which I actually thought, you know, maybe we just kiss that and roll over. But yeah, they quite the gap up after that. So it definitely was not the case. I was too, you know, Wednesday we rallied in the 200-day from below. So, you know, okay, no, not a big deal yet. <laughs> But big gap up yesterday and a, and a, and a big rally. Um, like I said, everything. I think we had an 83 or 84% up day yesterday, if I remember Dave's statements correctly. And today we're looking at a, so far. Um, uh, so Okay, so yesterday, NYSC finished with 89.8% we're going to call it 90% up day today so far we've got a little over a couple hours before the market close we are tracking for an 82% up day so rusty nope. rusty in a sense i don't know where this falls in the the whaley breath thrust or the you know some of walter deemer's work so i'll be interested to see there takes this weekend on what's happened there but certainly some potential here 
bounced right off. I think what was it, Kevin? Anchored VWA from the lows. Um, it was. It could be. I know one of them I was looking at, kind of like on a weekly, is actually like the highs from like the start of 2022 in like January. There's oh, really? A around there. Not okay. as clean. I think he actually broke. Let's see if I can get that back up. I think he actually broke below it for a little bit. So where was I looking at? Actually, I think I was looking at SPY for that. Yeah, no, that does look right. Yeah, it looks right. Yeah, yeah I broke below it for a couple of days, but then, you know, kind of, kind of just picked back up. So, you know, not perfect, but right around that point. Yeah, huge, huge move. Now, is this some type of breakaway thrust? Maybe not the purest breakaway gap, because it's not like we're moving to new highs necessarily. Some individual stocks, obviously, but on the indices but certainly something to take note of the next level so if we take the s p again we so we talked about 4180 we talked about the 200-day moving average we've talked about the august 2022 highs what's the next shorter intermediate term level that you would be watching for yeah i think which we're pretty much kind of almost there right now i think kind of that 4380 ish level at least for me i mean kind of october okay of this year we tried to get above that couldn't really do it i mean it kind of served as a little bit of support back kind of late august of this year as well so a little bit of an inflection point i guess is the most you know current level for me which actually kind of the way like this daily candle is forming now we're there uh, yeah it'd be, like, yeah, be kind of interesting how it closes today we consolidated um, and rolled over the last time we were here or who knows? I mean, maybe we're gapping to 4,400 on Monday morning. Certainly a turn of events in the positive this week. So if we get away from stocks, obviously it's the most fun topic to talk about. Not the only asset out there. Have we gotten any type of reprieve from anywhere else? Rates, bonds? Yeah, I mean, a little bit of pop from bonds. You know, I don't know that we're necessarily out of the woods yet, kind of in that space. TLT kind of bumping up into kind of that $90 area there and looking like it might kind of roll back over. AGG, kind of same deal around 95 So, you know, yeah. this week kind of moving, but still doesn't give you the warm and fuzzy feeling that necessarily it's anything you really want to participate in. Well, and I, I think for me, what I go back to, is okay so these short i mean even you know we'll get some intermediate term moves and mm -hmm. bonds for me the trend has been broken the long term and we are again i think we've all been pretty clear about this on the podcast it would be our opinion from a technical perspective that we are into a the next 30 to 40 year cycle in rates which would be an up cycle so yeah we can see rates move from you know, here in the short or intermediate term. But for me, the long-term picture is still up for rates and down for bonds. I'm sure that there will be good months and quarters in between, but until something, and it would take a lot to drastically change the trend that's kind of been started over the last few years, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Like especially mortgage rates too, right? I mean, it, yeah, exactly. Mortgage. I mean, it just is what it is. There's no reason getting upset. This is just the way cycles work. Again, I would say the evidence points towards 
we're done with low rates and the next 30, 40 years. I don't know if we go up to where we were in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But do believe rates continue to march higher for the next multiple years. Which so, I know we, we kind of covered, you know, we we're already talking about the S&P, but I mean, just bringing that point up, you know, next leg in the cycle, we we're kind of talking about that a little bit before we even really got on. We did. I mean, you threw that out there where, you know, do we just kind of continue blowing past 4380 and kind of get back into like, you know, 4600 where we're just starting to like define a larger range, you know, maybe something more like, you know, what you're saying back in like what, 60s, 70s, like that, where it was a little bit more kind of range bound. Absolutely. Range bound, big ranges Mm -hmm. back then. You had multi month, multi year rallies. Yeah, that is. It'll be interesting to see. Is it one of those things where the market, you know, what's that saying? The market doesn't rhyme, but it, what's, I can't remember that saying. Mm-hmm. Is it something similar? Well, yeah, like maybe it doesn't look like the 70s where you get there and you're flat. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not as, I mean, the 70s were pretty well defined. It's amazing when you pull up a chart, the range that, and I think a great example of technical analysis and supply and demand. But yeah, absolutely. I think that's, tell, right? that's got to be pretty high on the scenario list. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. Definitely change of pace, right? Not going, I mean, obviously. Yeah. For me, I've never been through a rising rate environment. I mean, I've never been really necessarily alive for one. So, or at least an extended one, I would say. I have not. I personally Sorry. have greatly benefited from lower rates. So mm-hmm. it'll be the next interesting next few decades for young Americans. I'm assuming, I think we probably brought that up after, you know, coming back from the CMT symposium, right? I think it was Luis Amado and Ralph, Tech and Pora that were kind of up there to close it out. You know, kind of asked that question, you know, how many of you have worked professionally through yeah. a rising rate environment and they're like, weren't a lot maybe, of hands up. Maybe John Bollinger's in there. Mm-hmm. And even then, how many people were making, inv- you could have been involved in the industry, but how many people were making yeah. investment decisions? Yeah, exactly. The dollar. So dollar Ooh. sideways for, I mean, over a month. Mm-hmm. Probably like five, six weeks. Uh, held up really well above just 105 level. If we're using DXY, the US dollar index. One of the headwinds for stocks has been this stronger dollar. Dollar bottomed in like mid-July-ish and stocks ended up peaking, I mean, maybe like a week later. Mm-hmm. We look at something like the S&P. So sideways, not a lot happening with the dollar over the last month as obviously stocks did not have a great October. But, Kevin, a potential turn in trend here today. Yeah, now today breaking down below that 105 level pretty, well, it's kind of testing kind of 105, I guess. Yeah. You know, if you I guess 105 and a half is a better right. clear line in the sand broken. You know, it's one day, so we'll see if this continues. But now we've got the dollar 
maybe going from headwind to tailwind mm -hmm. in the current right that's been the current mantra the current environment that we are in is that weak dollar is good for stocks as we know i mean there's other environments where people strong dollars good for stocks and but right now that is the mindset that has set in so and that seems to still be holding true big drop in the dollar out of this range the last two days huge move for something like the dollar mm -hmm. i would say yep for sure so if this holds then and then maybe we see strength from emerging markets as strong as u.s stocks were yesterday there's some really good areas from foreign equities uh, latin america brazil mexico mm -hmm. all had really good days and for the week vietnam up there mexico yeah some other areas now like japan japan oh. south africa i know that these are not singapore these are you know is it a beta thing because these were all bottom dwellers for so long that they get right then that's the other side of the argument is that we're we're not really out of the woods yet no. i would say we've still made lower lows on the indices this whole time yes the last three days has been a strong rally and is this just one of those things i david settle great technician cmt had a good stat out earlier and it's just something to keep in mind is that in the 2022 downtrend we had uh, three instances where the s p was up five percent or more in a five day span so essentially a week like this week and and kind of thing it goes to david keller's point he had a great point bear market rallies are very very strong very quick I think he used the word seductive which i think is a great That's great um, word it's a great analogy and how much of this was short covering how much of this is mm -hmm. legit institutional long-term buying you know big funds saying yes i want to own stocks here and i want to own them for the next three six nine months we don't know that we know that going into this week things were extremely bearish there were some metrics out there that, you know, we could go back to 08, 08, 09 levels in terms of bearishness. I know that uh, CTAs were pretty, I believe they were pretty net short coming into this week mm -hmm. as far as their S&P exposure. So how much of it is a relief off of that? I would still see not a lot of things. I mean, we're above the 200-day. That's big. We're above 4180. That's big. As far as the... The trend, you know, we talk about those horizontal levels, but as far as the trend, it's a counter trend rally. Right. You know, it's kind of interesting to see you talk about short covering. I mean, if you just kind of look more so self-contained within this week, you know, like volume today is quite a bit less than it was, you know, throughout the rest of the week. So is it one of those things where you get quite a bit of short covering? That's where kind of your gaps come in. Now you're coming out into, you know, that 4380 volume starts to maybe tail off a little bit and then you roll back over. Yeah. Yes. Short-term things have been fixed. All four major indices are back below their October, early October lows. So positive. And I think we were looking at the weekly candles earlier 
Gavin. And if mm -hmm. you the S and P, I mean, you've basically wiped out all of October's losses this week, maybe even before yesterday. So big, big, big candle candles. I'm sure in everyone's weekend chart review, they will be seeing the, the same thing across multiple areas. Or, you know, you can say the same for semiconductors and lots of areas. Home builders had a very strong week. I know we're talking kind of before the ARC funds too. Yeah, yeah the ARC funds. Line up, seeing some action. Regional banks, regional banks, as much as we, as crap as we give them, hey, they got it together. They needed to get it together. They may have just done it, which would be great. It would be great for small caps. It would be great for the market. I mean, banks in general, in an uptrend, again, as we like to say, they don't have to outperform, but you got to have some of these things participating. Transport's big. Now, transport's had a really bad week last week. So if you like look at IYT. This week fixes a little bit of it. Same with XTN. So your transports one still out there with some work to do, but for the most part, at least on the major indices, not too bad from a technical perspective. Anything else that you would like to leave our listeners with before we sign off for the week, Kevin? Uh, I mean, you kind of, you know, touched on international, I guess, just one thought. I'd be curious to see, you know, kind of previously we talked about kind of some of those specific areas internationally that were kind of defying that correlation with the dollar being so strong recently. You know, like, well, Japan, we kind of touched on some areas you know, of Latin America. I guess if the dollar does roll over here, it'd be kind of interesting to see if those areas kind of pick up where they left off or do you get maybe kind of some new leadership there. Like, you know, you're, you know, talk about weekly charts. So if you look at Mexico mm -hmm. weekly there, that's a pretty interesting candle and really kind of that $60 area kind of been interesting in the past. So we'll be curious to see what happens there. Other than that, you know what I mean? Kind of in the commodity space, kind of the same as what we were seeing last week, kind of touching on like sugar, kind of like coca there, kind of being like the top two in DBA. You know, they're kind of maintaining their pattern there. You know, cattle still kind of just hanging in there and consolidating a little bit. So I don't think, you know, really in kind of this past week, anything's changed drastically there. Cattle, sugar, mm -hmm. sugar, yeah. Oil, and I think, did you touch on crude? Uh, not too much last week, but really kind of couldn't really get up above what kind of like the really sustain anything above 90 bucks, kind of yeah. pulling back kind of between 90, 92 bucks, looking like it might want to kind of continue moving lower. So, and the only thing I will leave with is just interesting. Could be something, could be nothing. But when you look at the S and P, so this last rally we had, I guess this kind of goes back to David Settle's comments. But very similar price movement in September 2022, where some big gaps, very juicy, very enticing, and then you know, got hit with a big gap down. And so again, I'm not saying that they were in the same type of environment. We were clearly in a downtrend back in September, 2022. 
below the 200 day. We had just come off, you know, a hard downside rally at those August 2022 highs, which we mentioned we're back above now in current time, but just similar behavior. Um, it's something to keep an eye out for as far as a potential short-term reversion to the mean. Even if we know we don't lose 41.80 and we don't lose the 200 day and all these other things, you know, back-to-back gap and rallies in a sideways market, which, you know, big picture, we're still in the sideways market. It would be surprising not to, at least in my opinion, it would. I would be surprised not to see at least one of these gaps get filled in. Mm-hmm. Over yeah, the next sure. week or two. I mean, hell, as as awesome as the last three or four days have been, now the most healthy thing is probably going to be to go sideways for, I would at least think like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Kind of digest this and hold up the, at least because there will be some some short term profit taking. I'm sure. So if some demand can come in there, keep this sideways. I think that would be pretty ideal. Mm-hmm. I think the early part of the next week is going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, and a couple different ways this can play out. Just the way today is kind of looking so far, I think that's when we're going to have to wait to find out. So, alrighty, we well, gotta build suspense over the weekend. Yes, we will. Otherwise, what do you have to look forward to? Right. Why well, we'll let you know in exactly a week from now how it all turned out. Mm-hmm. So with that, we will leave you to enjoy your weekend and hope everyone has a great one. Yeah, for sure. And at least around here, it was a little colder this week, getting back up into the kind of low 50s for the weekend. So maybe kind of the last hurrah before we kind of start getting into winter. So have to try to get out and enjoy it. Yep. Have a great weekend, everyone. Yep. Have a good weekend.